This is the Warriors Community Podcast. We inspire, equip, and empower others. We inspire by sharing our stories, our personal experiences, by asking questions and answering questions for other people. We equip by sharing our resources. What books have you read? Podcasts have you listened to? Even movies that you've watched? What tools have worked for you or haven't worked for you and why? We empower by walking through healing journeys with each other and just walking through life in general. We hope that by listening to this podcast, you feel inspired, equipped, or empowered. Now, not every podcast series is applicable to you, and we know that, but we hope that you are able to take something away from each podcast and hope that there is a series that really does speak to you and that you relate with personally at some point. We are in the Enough series right now, but we are planning more series to come out with to inspire, equip, and empower. Enjoy the podcast. Before we begin today's conversation, I do want to make a brief disclaimer. Not all of the views, beliefs, and core values expressed by guests on this podcast necessarily reflect the views, beliefs, and core values of myself or the Warriors community. However, we at the Warriors community do believe that everyone has a right to speak up, to speak out, and to share their story. And with their story will come what they believe, what they think, and what they feel. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. I hope that you walk away feeling challenged or feeling inspired, equipped, and empowered. There's probably a lot of listeners listening now saying, I always felt like there was something off about that, but I could never put my finger on it. I'm going to say we, we have to start going with our gut. I think our gut, I think our, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it your conscience. Some people call it the universe. Some people say it's the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's more or less my belief system, but some people say it's your gut. It's your intuition. It's your discernment. Lots of different terms are used. This isn't theological about what it is, but when you hear that thing inside of you, no matter what title you've given it, but it's telling you something's not right. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, you should be listening to it. Right. The thing is, is that this organization has influenced so many things and lied about so many things and covered up so many things. And there's so much corruption going on inside of it. And people just can't put their finger on it who've never been in it. And those of us who've been in it are just now, years later, speaking out. So this isn't something that's happened in the past four or five years. This organization has been doing this for the last like 30 years. Yeah. They have been preying on college students. And I would say it's gotten worse. I think after the divorce, I think that's, I think I want to just throw a bone to the other parties involved. I think they were actually bringing a lot of healthiness and wholeness. But the minute they even knew that something was wrong and they had to leave and remove themselves, that's when all accountability left and everything just took, as you said, a complete left turn. It was after that. And that's been probably 10, close to 10 years now. Yeah. And so for 10 years now, it has just been out of control. It's like, well, why talk about it now? Well, we're, 
we're finally old enough now. We finally know better now. We're finally brave enough now. It took us that long to be brave enough to speak out, to say enough is enough. This has to stop. Someone's got to say something. No one's saying anything. Yeah. And we're the first ones who publicly come out and said, what's happening in this organization is wrong. It's incredibly abusive. It's incredibly controlling. It is hurting a lot of people and no one has said anything. And now for the first time, the victims are speaking out. Yes. And that's what's happening. And I know we've, we've mentioned this on other podcasts before, you know, you can get over something that happens to you, which is kind of what we've all done. I know I personally have gone, okay, that sucks that that happened, that that was my experience, but I'll be fine. But when you hear that it happens to so many people, and then you think about the future. So we've had to go through this process of, oh my gosh, that happened to so many of us way back then. It's happening right now. And it's worse than it was then. So imagine what it's going to be like farther down the road. So for these current college students and the future college students who come and ignorantly, and I think within a good heart, want to be a part of this ministry, I think this is a good podcast to listen to, to say, no, 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 because, you know, we had this conversation just a couple of days ago. I think I've, I've told the listeners that we have a signal chat. We have several signal chats of people who are speaking out, telling their story, and they are saying, oh my gosh, this happened. Did this happen to you? Or they're just putting puzzle pieces together. And we've seen an enormous amount of healing and connection that's happened there. But a conversation that came up recently was how we felt, some of us felt robbed of our college experience. And I I shared this the other day, but I'll share it to the listeners. I felt like I didn't get the good college experience that I wanted because this ministry so consumed my time and this ministry will preach. So here's a red flag to look for. It'll preach. Yes. Go be involved in your own church. You should be a part of a local church. Go be involved in the college campus, get involved in sororities, fraternities, and other Bible studies on campus. However, if those things begin to get in the way of you being involved in this ministry, that's a problem. If it conflicts with this ministry schedule, then they start to make comments and it may be in a joking form at first, but then that's going to escalate to, no, if you're sold out, you're going to choose us over them. Yeah, go ahead. Piggyback off of that, the ministry, what the ministry did a lot of is So they took kids on mission trips. And when the parents were like, Hey, we don't feel like this is going to be safe and we don't approve of you going. And since we're paying for your college tuition, and since we're paying for your car and your cell phone, everything like that, we really want you to respect our wishes on this. And those students were told to rebel against their parents. They were told that their parents were wrong and that they needed to go anyways, despite the wishes of their parents. It tells the college students don't take these certain classes that they offer on your college campus because they don't align with our theological beliefs. And therefore that's a demonic class and you don't need to take it. And so we actually were not even 
we were told we couldn't even take certain classes on the campus Yep, because it would open us up to demons. And I have to laugh a little bit because I was one of those people. I was invited to go on a mission trip and it was, a, it, it, no, it wasn't really a mission trip. It was a quick trip to this Asian country we were referring to. And my parents said no, because it was super last minute. It was like, Hey, we've got some money. You can go. I think it was for the weekend to preach. And I, I think from what I have heard now, it, the story was they wanted me to go to a, a foreign country so that I would be hooked on missions, that they, that that would be my hook, line and seeker to stay. My passport was at my parents' house though, several hours away. And I booked the flight anyway. And I did all the things and you and one other person drove me in the middle of the night to my parents' house <laughs> to get my passport. And my parents were furious. We did not speak for really a couple of months. And my father is the most patient man ever. And he raised his voice at me that night because I thought I could break into my parents' house easily. And he was awake and he raised his voice at me. And that was terrifying. But, but even in that, they historically tear families apart. My family and I had an enormous amount of tension. So here's another red flag to look for. My family and I struggled. I was very isolated from my family and I, I, it was strained for a long time. And I've noticed people who get really involved in this ministry, they are really torn from their families. And so family-wise and then campus-wise, you're really sent to be involved in the college campus or you're sent home to be with your family so that you can recruit your family and other people on college campus to be a part of this ministry. And th that way they gain more people and more numbers. And those are conversations that are openly had. So I would say that's another yeah. look for is what is happening to your family relationships? Do you have a family relationship anymore? I, th I think it's a big problem when you start messing with the family unit. And a lot of these people, even the current ones who are in leadership, don't have relationships with their families. And if they do, they've successfully recruited their family members to that ministry, which is why they have a good relationship. So I think that's really sad. And I have grieved my lack of college experience because anything I was involved in on that campus I had an agenda and a mission to recruit because I was convinced that my purpose and my value came from you know, the Great Commission. We go out and we share about God. And if I was doing that, I was a good human who got to stand before God when I die and say, I did all the things. They convince you that they are the best ministry choice in that town. So of course you want to recruit people. And I, I didn't have real relationships outside of this ministry. I didn't, I, I didn't ever hang out with anyone outside of the ministry without the, the mission to bring them in. I don't know if you experienced that either. Well, I didn't have a, the kind of family unit that they would, where I had a parental influence that would actually say, Hey, we think you're involved in something that's dangerous and we really 
would like to see you get out of it. I wish that I had, but I have noticed that that ministry brings in a lot of orphans, people who don't have strong parental or family units, and they have a lot of influence by doing that um, because they're able to single them out and get them to do their bidding, get them to do their work, get them to, I mean, we did a lot of free work for them. We got paid to do things and then got fired because... It just was expensive. You know, to this day, I don't wish anyone any ill will. I just want people to know, I just don't want to see any more people hurt. And I just think there comes a point when you want to speak out about what happened. I don't think the leader ever thought we would ever speak out about the abuse that we experienced. No. I think there was a lot of shock that oh my God, they're, they're speaking out, they're standing up, they're saying that this wasn't right, they're holding things accountable. I mean, I don't think that that was ever in the cards that they thought. And I think now the goal is to just simply bring awareness and say, hey, we want to save you years and a lot of money in therapy. And we also want to basically let people know our story because- we literally, and we've all said this, we were living isolated from each other because they had broken up every, anyone who has a connection with, with each other outside of their control, they try to break up the connection. And a lot of us hadn't spoken to each other in years and our connection was completely broken. And we thought that it was because of something we did and our, and that we were alone in our experience, in our experiences. And then all of a sudden we start talking, we come together and we realize we're not alone in our experiences. We actually have all experienced this, but we were isolated to believe that we were the only ones going through this. So then we came together and then we, we decided we need to share our stories. We need to talk about this because this isn't just to this ministry in this town. This is happening all over the U.S., especially in the Bible Belt area, churches that desire to control you down to who you're allowed to be friends with, who you're allowed to date, how you spend your money, um, what kind of house you can buy. It's actually pretty common in the South and nobody talked about as much and just bringing awareness to that, that it is there, it does exist, unfortunately exists in this town. When you have hundreds of people saying, I always had a feeling something was wrong, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Somebody at some point has to say, well, then let's figure out what's wrong. Let's talk about it. Let's bring awareness to it. And that's kind of our goal with this. Exactly. And I would advise anyone in a similar situation, but certainly to those in that town, I would advise if you can't put your finger on it to investigate it. And you're going to have to investigate it outside of that circle, because in that circle, they are likely to have the same opinion. For the people who are currently involved in that organization, I think some of them can't put their finger on it, but know something's wrong, but they don't know how to say that to each other. So don't do that. Go outside, go to the local pastors, think about who this ministry, whether it's the one we're exposing or, you know, one that you've been involved in, who are they connected to? This ministry is really has tried to, like you said, get into forms of power and leadership within the community. So go to the chamber of commerce, go to the judges and the lawyers and the people in that community who 
have power, influence, money, and a say, and have been around, and ask them what they think. Ask the community what they think and investigate. I think that's wisdom. If you are a student on this college campus, or if you're on a different college campus, and or if some, you know students, exactly, ask them. Ask your professors. Investigate. That's wisdom. And then, like you said look for the red flags. I think isolation is is a huge, huge red flag. And I think the list that you gave was really good. That's my advice. If you could give any advice to the listeners, what would you say? If you're in it and you want out, reach out to Liza. <laughs> I will drive there, move you myself. Yeah. I'm not joking. If you're just a casual member of the community and you're listening and you know anyone who's thinking about it, who has a child that's involved, please ask, please figure out what's going on. If you have the ability to bring some light to it, to, to who you're around, like your sphere of influence, please do that. Please start talking about things. Please start bringing, shedding light on things. Um, if you're one of the ones who you, you're like, I always had a feeling something was not right. Go with that feeling. Let your friends and family know. If you're a pastor in this community and you're listening right now, I, I'm sure you're having to deal with the aftermath of it in your own congregation. And just, you know, let just bring awareness to your people, you know, let them know red flags to look for. Talk about it. Talk about what a healthy organization looks like. And an unhealthy organization looks like mm. what a healthy organization should be. A healthy organization should foster open communication. Um, it should foster a safe place where people with differences in their opinions and their backgrounds and their cultures are allowed to come and worship together. It should foster. Um, I mean, Everyone needs counseling. Everybody needs counseling. If you're being told not to go to counseling, that's a huge red flag. Everybody needs needs counseling. There should be practical mixed with the spiritual. It's not everything's a demon and needs to be cast out through deliverance. And then not everything's going to be solved with a Xanax either. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. You're going to have to do the, the inner work. You're going to have to, you have to do the hard work on your insides, yep. which means doing the work. What does that mean? That means finding a good counselor and seeing somebody reaching out to somebody and saying, Hey, I, I need to talk about these things that are going on with me. It means that you are spending time with God, spending time alone, just asking God to reveal to you the areas that he wants to heal you in. It means exposing yourself to healthy teachings and healthy communities. That's a lot of doing the work and your church as a, your church should, members should be doing the work right? And, and these things need to be talked about. It's the elephant in the room of that town and no one's talking about it until now. finally someone's saying something about it. It feels scary to say something about it. Like it has such a stronghold. It feels scary to be the person, the whistleblower that there's an organization in that town that is abusing people. That feels scary to be the whistleblower. Nobody says anything, then it just keeps happening to people. And if nobody questions it or holds it accountable, it just keeps happening to people. There's no, we have no vendetta. We have no offense. I have no desire in my heart. I actually just have compassion and love for the people who've been victimized, wanting to stand up for them and say there needs to be justice for them. 
I've already sought out my resolve and my justice inside of myself. I have come to peace with that and feel very peaceful. I don't have any, any ill will. I just want people to be aware of what's going on so that you can know how to protect yourself from it and not get caught in the middle of it. 100%. And if people are wondering, okay, why are y'all just talking about this on a podcast? Well, that's not everything that we are doing. I also want it to be known that we don't just have a concern for those who have already been abused, those who are currently being abused. We have a concern, like we said, for the future, people coming in. We have a concern for those on the college campus, those in the community overall, because this ministry has worked very hard to put their hands in as many things as they can in that community. So we're having a lot of conversations that are outside of ex-members of this organization. So know that for especially those who are still in that organization, we are having a lot of conversations. We have a mission to bring awareness to this college campus, to this community, and we want people to think to investigate. We want people to be open and come to their own conclusion as to how they will respond and the stance that they will take in that town, in that community, on that college campus. But we find that to be really important because this this is this has become something that's leaked into every aspect of this town, every aspect of this community. And so we're just going, okay, then people need to know the truth, because now the reach is beyond what it was when we were there. There's a lot of other things going on, and I'll I'll end on this note. So a few things. One, if you are a person who knows who we're talking about, what we're talking about, and you have a story that you would like to share, please message me. You can message me on the Warriors Community Instagram, the Warriors Community TikTok, the Warriors Community Facebook, or you can email at thewarriorscommunity1 at gmail.com. All of that is in the episode description. Those links are right there for you. You can go click on that and send a message. Two, if you didn't have that experience and you're listening to this and you're going, wow, this is news to me. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know that I think the same way. I would love to have a conversation. I've had those conversations and I think it would be eye-opening for both parties to have that conversation. And three, if you are a person who has power and influence in that community, meaning you are a professor at this college campus or you are in the chamber of commerce, you're someone who has power and authority, I would urge you to think, to investigate, reach out to myself and have a conversation and then determine how you will respond because it's your community. So that's how I would end this. Angela, do you have any closing thoughts? No, I think I've shared everything. I, I, I do think, you know, we've been doing this series for a while now and as we bring it to a close and Warriors continues on with people's stories. 
with other subjects. And this was kind of a kickoff of that very much in your style and your fashion. Like why not kick it off with stories of abuse from a ministry in a small town that I was a part of. Right. (laughs) And not saying that you aren't going to, there aren't more stories to share. We've had so many people come out of the woodworks to just tell their story. And so those may still be riddled in, in the future, but I have learned that it is important to, to listen to other people, listen to their experiences, listen to their stories. Don't listen with the intent of, do I agree or not agree? That's irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter if you agree or don't agree with someone's experience, right? They experienced it. They experienced it, right? Whether you agree with it or not, it didn't happen to you. It happened to them. And that's what they experienced. And that's to be respected and there, and, and you are to create a space for them to share what happened to them. You know, that's something I learned that was, I was not taught in that ministry. I was taught to belittle people's experiences if it didn't line up theologically with what that ministry taught. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I belittled a lot of people's experiences. I'm like, oh, you were just being dramatic. Oh, you know, that's because you have a demon. Oh, you did that to yourself. That's not my job to make those assumptions. My job as a human to create space that people can be seen and heard and air their story. And I love that you are doing that in this podcast. I love that you are, that's the vision that you have is to let people's stories be seen and heard and known because we, we heal through sharing our experiences and hearing of other shared experiences with other people. It removes the shame factor out of our experiences when we realize we're not the only one who went through it. It removes the, the isolation feeling thinking it was just you, that it's just me that thinks this way. It's just me that went through this. It's just me that feels this way. It's just me that's struggling here. There's something really powerful when you hear someone else's story of a similar struggle and you realize it's not just me. This is universal. This is what being human looks like. This is what being human is. I have, there's nothing wrong with me. I am not weird for going through this or thinking this. I am sharing universal experiences with other humans who are going through the same thing. And then you listen to their roadmap of how they conquered it, even though it may look very different than your roadmap, just watching someone overcome and conquer, you are able to take pieces of their story and say, well, I can do that. Uh, They're right. They used counseling to really overcome this situation. I probably could use some counseling too, or, you know, they dug deep and they, stuck things out or they, you know, they did this action, whatever it is, just hearing stories of people conquering things brings this sense and understanding of hope that you too can be on the other end of what you're experiencing, that you too can stand on the other end of it in a very powerful way. You are not alone. There's not shame in what you're going through, that you're not isolated, that there's nothing wrong with you because you've experienced struggle in life. Struggle is real We have to have it to grow. So it's great to hear other people's stories of where they were at and overcoming their struggle because it encourages us in our story. So I love that you're allowing women and men to a platform to, but I believe it, I think it's mainly women right now, but you're allowing women a platform to stand on, to share their stories so that other people can listen and say, wow. I have experienced that shared experience you're having 
And that really encourages me on my path and my journey. And that listening to your story has really been a game changer in how I see myself in my journey. And so I think just kudos to you for giving, for creating a space for that. I think it's very much needed. Pause. I know, I know you were so into that episode and I know you hate ads just like I usually do, but I want to take a second and tell you about the Warriors Apparel. Why Warriors Apparel? Well, it's to remind yourself who you are, a warrior. If you would like your own warrior shirt, you can go to the Warriors Instagram, click on the link tree located in the bio, and you will find right at the top, remind yourself who you are, apparel. You can choose from a hoodie, crew neck, unisex t-shirt, or a v-neck t-shirt. They come in two different colors and all the sizes. Go to the link in the bio on Instagram to purchase yours today. Now back to your favorite podcast. Thank you. And that so captures the heart of warriors. And yes, there will be, there will be so many more stories that come out. We have a couple of people who just recently came out and said, I want to share my story too. So we will be having that in the future and I'm just excited. We will also have more updates on what we are doing and how we are raising this awareness and how we are challenging what is going on. So I'm excited to at some point be a little bit more vocal about what's going on. It'll be really excited. And I know we will have you back to speak on this topic, but also just have you back to speak on so many. There are so many other things that you do a great job speaking on. So absolutely, you will be heard from again on this podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners who took some of your precious time and brain space to listen. <laughs> yep. Yeah.